0: episode of Conversations with the Creators, we have Hot Takes from PCA. Earlier this month, we took our microphones with us to the annual Popular Culture Association Conference, which was held in San Antonio, Texas. While there, we met four fascinating educators who had some interesting takes on what's happening in media, advertising, and gender studies. Here's PhD candidate Miriam Prever to introduce the Hot take.
1: Continuing with our Women in Advertising series, we chatted to Elizabeth, Lily, Gervais, and Sarah during the PCA conference to hear more about their specific research areas and the intersections with advertising, PR, marketing, and tech. Here are our hot takes from PCA. First, add a panel on dance. Professor Elizabeth June Bergman from Mullenberg College presented a fascinating case study on how Mitsubishi hired Madonna in the 80s to star in their advertising in Japan, not in the US. Madonna, who was a pop icon, was hired to change the image of the not-so-cool brand and expand its appeal to a new, more youthful audience. Madonna's dance skills were part of the reason she was hired and Professor Bergman explains the qualities of her dancing that made the advertising so powerful.
2: Once you Notice the ubiquity of dancing in advertisements. You can't not see it. Um, and there's a great, a great book by a um, dance scholar named Colleen Dunnigan um, that that really teases out some of the theories um, at play there. Um, and ultimately, dancing is um, communicative of affective qualities, right? It, connotes um, vitality it connotes oftentimes positivity it connotes joy it can connote togetherness Um, so all of those associations um, of sort of happiness of of celebration um, sometimes of sensuality or sexuality of being empowered right those are all associations um, that are linked to dancing in advertisement um, and therefore it's very productive for getting consumers to invite them into feeling.
1: Next, we spoke to Lily Kunda, a PhD candidate in media studies at the University of Texas, Austin, in the Department of Radio, Television, and Film. Lily is also an assistant instructor. Lily's PCA presentation was titled, Sponsoring the Culture, how corporations use ads to platform their support of the black community. She spotlighted the BET awards and compared them to other award shows
0: my comments around that i go to um a scholar that i read um marisol sandoval i believe um she has a book i can't quite remember the name off the top of my head but um she talks about how the hegemonic nature of capitalism if we are going to corporations to solve um systemic issues through like corporate social responsibility what that does is it just reifies capitalism and tells us that um, we're going to the same thing that is causing some of the problems to solve those problems. So if we keep um, investing or pushing into CSR, what that does is that continues to push the hegemonic nature of capitalism and corporations as opposed to something like thinking about government intervention. Um, Dave Vogel has a book on, called The Market of Virtue where he talks about if corporations were serious about some of the issues that they talk about, they would actually be more so pushing for government intervention or even asking for the government to come up with stricter laws or policies around some of the issues that they claim to care about. Rather, the problem with like CSR or branding and these issues is that honestly there's no oversight, you know, so they can, they're can they only solving the problems to the length at which they feel is enough and usually it's just enough to make it seem like they care. So that's kind of where my research is kind of focused around.
1: Next up, we talked to Jave fry Necrosova, sex educator, content creator, writer, activist, and artist from the California Institute of Integral Studies. At her PCA presentation, Javay talked about how rape culture is incorporated into popular television shows. From One Tree Hill to the Sex Lives of College Girls, Jave spoke about how normalized rape culture is and what this means for a larger societal conversation. We asked Gervais how is rope culture portrayed in advertising? Is it accurate or salacious? Here's what she had to say.
0: I definitely think it's more salacious and more exaggerated. Um, the best example is being like Carl's Jr. Um, the way that they just perpetuate like, yeah, this woman, take her, just like you take this burger. Um, very much like this like um, inherent privilege to women and their bodies, or just people's bodies in general. Um, it's very, 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 like so present in advertising um, that until I started doing this study, I didn't even notice. I was like, oh, that was like a cute little ad, and then I rewatch it, like was that the cute little head, or is that a little, that made me uncomfortable, that, is, that was, gross. Um, so it's definitely present, um, but to the degree if it's like
1: a more exaggerated
0: because like it's a 30 second commercial, you really got to get the point across, um, but definitely there, definitely creepy.
1: A final hot take from PCA came from Sarah Brayfogle from Howard University's Media, Culture and Communications Department. Sarah is also the Communications Manager at the Council of Graduate Schools and is interested in how to find new and innovative ways to engage students in academia. Sarah has some insights into why people should consider getting a master's degree.
3: I think a lot of the narrative around master's degrees is very much, what can it do for me, right? How can this help my career? How can this get me the next job, the next thing? And that's a part of it, right? A master's degree opens a lot of doors that may not be open with a bachelor's and may give you some really specialized skills, but there's also a broader workforce perspective. So we know that right now there's not enough nurses to meet the need, particularly following the COVID-19 pandemic. We know that as cybersecurity becomes a bigger issue, we need people who are trained in those roles we need people to continue producing food on u.s soil agricultural engineering there are master's degrees involved in every part of that process if someone has a child with a disability they're probably being taught by someone with a master's degree so this broader social impact of having more people who are masters educated is really huge and i think understanding it not just as what can a master's degree do for me, but also what can I do with a master's degree to help my community? I think that's a really interesting part of the value of a master's degree and of a graduate degree in general. People don't just go into an academic career or work at a think tank or go into like a big Fortune 500 company with a master's degree. A lot of people are really on the ground in their communities doing really exciting work that you have to have a master's degree for. like You have to have a master's degree to be a librarian, right? <laughs> so understanding the number of things that you can do with a master's degree, it opens so many doors, but it also lets you bring up a bunch of other people because these careers are so key to communities. So I think that is the real value of a master's degree. And it's important, right? It matters.
1: This has been Conversations with the Creators, PCA edition. We hope you enjoyed listening to our incredible guests give their hot takes on what is happening in the world of media, advertising, and gender studies. Keep on ideating.